My name's Nathan. My name's Arabella. And my name's Kimmy. And you're listening to The Hoedown. They're the voices talking in your head, the things you always wish you'd said. Afraid that you sound crazy, so you bit your tongue instead. Just a bunch of randomness and lots of happy accidents. You might think that they're crazy, but you're laughing to your dead. This is the hoedown. Time to get the lowdown, and it's all about to go down on the hoedown. Perfect. That we nailed it. Okay. I hope so. So everyone, hi, say hi, Kimmy. Hi. Hi, Kimmy. Hi. <laughs> I don't know what that was supposed to mean. But yeah, um, me and Kimmy were friends in middle school and then we reconnected. So now I'm super stoked to be having her on the podcast. Yes. Yes. I, have I met Kimmy before? She was at my birthday party. Perfect. Okay, I've met you before. <laughs> Which that was a yeah. whole anecdote in itself. All I'm doing is holding the snake and playing Geometry Dash. That's all I do. Nathan's been reduced from a co-host to just like a co-host. He's losing a letter for every time he doesn't speak. No, I'm kidding. I (laughs) add a lot to this podcast. The sarcasm. Nothing illegal goes on. (laughs) Pretty much. That's that's my job. Hey, episode title. (laughs) That was that was season one. Season two, Ruben. Season one. Season two opener anyways okay back to the point kimberly i heard you had a very unique baby themed vacation which yeah. are that's a way of describing baby land baby land all of Let's my about it they're baby themed now it changed me as a human being <laughs> so what is baby land it is pretty much just an experience where you can go and see a tree give birth to a cabbage patch doll and it's <laughs> it's themed around a hospital its full name is babyland general hospital and you go in and there's like everyone all these people dressed in like hospital uniforms that are being paid to act as if they're go- really going to give birth to a cabbage patch doll and then you go through a museum of like cabbage patch doll history there's like multiple Andy Warhol art pieces and then you get into the main room and there's a huge tree with babies like baby cabbage patch dolls sprouting out of it and like by sprouting out of it do you mean like like screaming like like they're being born or just like yeah they make noises you what now (laughs) there's like so it's like a big plastic piece and then like the tree and then like there's like little fairies in the tree and then in the plastic piece there's like multiple baby heads and like near the time where the baby tree is go- the tree is called the mother cabbage by the way <laughs> near the time that mother cabbage is going to give birth the babies in the tree are like ah goo goo gaga i hate that that's I a mental it. image it's i will never experience forget for me. so about it, cabbages don't have trees. So, is Mother Cabbage is she just like a normal tree, or is this like a is she a cabbage themed cabbage tree? Themed tree? It, pretty much just a normal tree. I don't know why they didn't. I, I, I don't know. I feel it like it should have like, been like a big cabbage plant. Yeah, it should have. I guess that baby land was just an afterthought, probably like a very <laughs> drug fueled dream. 
Um, and then Dream they were or like, nightmare. They were like in a writer's room. And they're like, but but sir, cabbages don't have trees. And he's like, shut up. I don't care. You're I fired. say they do. He's like, You're fired. We're replacing you. Another cabbage will be a tree because I said so. I hate that with a burning passion. It's beautiful. There was literally no one there too. Whenever I went, I wonder why. Can you get to name the new? Yeah, I did. I did. I got to name it, and there was like whenever. So to to prefix this, whenever Mother Cabbage gives birth, there's like two announcements following it up. It's like, oh, Mother Cabbage will don't be going into labor and blah 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 minutes mother cabbage is now blah 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 dilated and then they're like mother wait, cabbage. Wait. pause that dilated yeah they're like they dilate the tree there's like a huge hole in the middle of the tree can you explain just a little bit more about like what does it what does it look like for mother cabbage to give birth in very <laughs> graphic politically graphic correct so clean language they have the whole like, over the intercom, Mother Cabbage is going into labor. Finally, you go up to the cabbage. Everyone, like, goes around the cabbage. And this nurse lady steps up into the little podium next to the cabbage. And is like, everyone, Mother Cabbage is going into labor. And we're all like, ooh, ah. And then she, like, gets these, like, I don't know. I've never seen an actual human being give birth or anything give birth for that matter. So I don't know if this is, like medical but she has these like huge like scissor things that's that, not like, medical <laughs> but she has like prongs oh they're like big tongs yeah. yes like Sally no that and is she, like, that's medically correct okay cool i mean i, I, I heard know. scissors and i was like I only, they like, they look like big scissors they're pretty much like the clamp but she like the person puts they like measure the the cabbage hole and then they're like oh she's I don't even know remember the number. She's probably like, oh, she's like five centimeters dilated. Ooh, ah. And then we go through everything. She's like, oh, we are gonna ha- we're gonna have to give Mother Cabbage a-, a big dose of TLC. Does anyone know what TLC is? And then everyone's like, if you know the lore, I guess everyone's like, oh, tender loving care. <laughs> Wait, is this like an injection? Yes. They're like they give there's like this big cartoony shot that they like give mother cabbage it's like i think it's so cute but i'm now telling human beings this usually whenever i tell people this they're like oh my god can this girl like leave me alone but now we actually ask questions it's like yeah this kind of sounds crazy but yeah they like give it tl they give mother cabbage tlc and then they're like oh the baby's coming and then they're like push hey, everyone help mother cabbage push so we're like push mother cabbage push so you're and just like hyping her up you're not like yes we're like okay. not the doctors there's like a an actual specified doctor cabbage delivery person i'm sure they went to i'm sure they got their medical license i god i would hope so <laughs> but I, so that are like a vegetable degree so yeah. so we sell Cabbage Patch Kids at my my Target I work at. Yeah, they're probably orphans. Do people <laughs> do people do people believe they're alive? Um, I in the lore, yeah, they're like human. They're not humans, but they're they're cabbage babies. They're like in the lore, they're actual babies. I don't know why they're like being sold at the hospital, like not at the hospital. Then they're probably like, what is it like? They're probably the orphans. They're probably the babies that they're like. We don't really want you in our cabbage community, so they shut them off. 
They've been disowned from the cabbage community. Yeah, the ca- mother cabbage probably was like, listen, son. You uh, came out a little funky. This yeah. ain't happening. You didn't really get your shot of TLC, Tinder Loving Care. So we need you to head out. <laughs> oh, just also a little side note that the Babyland General Hospital is an actual hospital that was what? like remade into this. And it's in the middle of nowhere in the mountains of Georgia. You drive for miles and there's like one sign a mile before you get there. That's like you are now approaching Babyland, Babyland General Hospital. And then you drive for another mile in the woods. And then you come out to this huge hospital. That feels like it'd be something on, like, American Horror Story or something like that. But also, <laughs> I've had two thought coherent thoughts during the whole Babyland other than just having to picture yeah. Mother Cabbage. First, I wonder if um, anyone's ever, like, you know, like, needed a hospital and they weren't aware of what Babyland was. And they were no. just like, oh, oh right. my god, I'm okay. shot. I'm bleeding out. But there's a hospital nearby. Yeah, and so then they go- <laughs> Google Maps. Be like, don't worry, bro. We're gonna get you to Babyland right now, man. And then the other one is, I wonder if the staff there, like, I wonder, I wonder if they have like a little Grey's Anatomy. Like, I wonder if it's like a big thing. It's like, oh, I'm the delivery doctor today. Um, I wonder if yeah. that's like the team lead. That's your manager. It has to be because, like, I, if I was in that position, I would be like. I would want to be the baby deliverer so much. I would be like crying in my break every single day if I wasn't the baby delivery person. <laughs> I wonder if there's drama, like a little Grey's Anatomy hospital thing going on. Yeah, they're probably like, she has been baby delivery person four times this month. Four I love times. you, even though you dilated the cabbage too much. Yeah. There's like a CGI <laughs> guy like, in the background that's like... I control the cabbage. Like a little, like, Wizard of Oz. But, like, what did you name the baby? Do you remember? I named it... I don't even remember. I, like, freaked out whenever it got to my turn to, like, name the baby. So I think I named it, like, Shelby something. Like, Anne or Shelby's Anne or something like that. But I kind of, like... I have pictures of the baby. Because whenever they, like, actually have the baby out of Mother Cabbage after you, like, hype her up and help her push... She is like the little delivery person is like it's a baby boy that's like what i gave birth to i don't know why you gave birth to <laughs> yeah we gave we all as a collectively gave birth it takes to... a village to raise a child yes it does so then they like cut the umbilical cord in this lore but the cabbage does has does have an umbilical cord and it's actual like i'm pretty sure it's like like velcro that, like, they reattach to every baby before they <laughs> Wait, what's it look like? It's, like, so it's a naked baby. And then in, like, the stomach area of the baby, there's, like, a hole that's like, has a piece of, like, gray Velcro on it. And then whenever they, like, we're going to have to cut the umbilical cord after the hole, it's a boy or it's a girl thing, they, like, get scissors and, like, snip the umbilical cord and it makes an audible, like, noise because you can hear the velcro separating that's horrifying like also isn't everything like pastel so it's very like yes yes sounds terrible this is the back rooms and then the people like everyone in that place has this huge like unhuman smile on their face whenever i walked in whenever you first walk in you come to like an office desk like it's like a little reception room and you don't have to pay to get into Babyland. It's completely free. So Wait, how do they keep it running? 
Oh, uh, they have a gift shop where you can buy the babies and like baby accessories. Oh, I don't like that. It's Cabbage <laughs> Kids. It's a massive company. Yeah. They've been around for Wait, years. Wait, so it's free. Okay, anyways. Yeah, you desk. like walk into Babyland and it's completely free. So this person at the front desk it like has this like huge like unhuman smile on their face like hi welcome to babyland we're so happy to see you here today mother cabbage just went into labor like 40 minutes ago and she thinks that she's gonna have the next baby in like i think it was like 10 minutes when i first got there girl was she a dugger (laughs) i I think it's just like i think i don't know how the conception of these babies happen but it's concerning i yeah there's I'm terrified right now, but also intrigued. So, <laughs> what else is there besides the um, horrific um, neonatal ward of nightmares? Uh, there's like huge, a million probably. Like I'm not even joking. There's probably in the thousands of Cabbage Patch dolls there. I'm talking the first Cabbage Patch doll they have ever invented is there in this huge case. There's like a shrine to it. There's like little rooms set up with like how like there's like nurseries where there's babies in like cribs and it smells like baby powder in there also my cabbage patch doll that i bought there smells still to this day like baby powder i've noticed that because i got one when i was younger and like even when i like dug it out of storage a while ago i was like you smell fresh exactly like baby powder i don't know what they put in this doll baby powder baby powder its insides have to be filled with baby powder i never handled one are they squishy their heads are like hard plastic with like synthetic hair and like their arms are like kind of like hard but like with soft padding but their like stomach areas are like soft it's probably full of baby powder then probably honestly i've seen them before don't worry you don't need to look them up there bella with I, the weird yarn hair and their smiles. They're just so I don't like them. Precious. They, they unnerve me. Uh, unnerving. Mine has been in my bed. I unboxed him. The one that I bought, I unboxed him, which I probably shouldn't have done. I'm not a good collector. But maybe a month after I got him, I found him under a whole big pile of my Care Bears. I'm a Care Bear collector also. But anyways, I found him under a whole big pile of Care Bears. And he has a strange black mark on his face. I don't know where that could come from. That's like a whole other story that I know. But this feels like this is feels like talking about FNAF lore with someone. It just keeps know getting deeper and darker the longer like, we go. Like, what was he doing? What are you doing? He's being he- material girl. Yeah. And like there's the Andy Warhol art in there, which Andy Warhol, if y'all I'm gonna give a little history. I love Andy Warhol. Give Me- us the history. So he was a very prominent pop artist in the 80s who made, like, commentary art on the, like, capitalism and consumerism of food. Like, and he would make art shows where he would reproduce the same type of, like, food over and over and over again or, like, art of the food. Campbell Soup is his main use because he, I'm pretty sure he was Hungarian or something. Like, he was from the that around that part of Europe and all his like he was very poor growing up and all his mother couldn't afford to feed him and his siblings worked Campbell's soup worse was Campbell's soup so that's a big like part of his like whole art and I don't know how he got from that to drawing pictures of cabbage patch dolls mental illness (laughs) probably (laughs) but yeah there's 
Um, maybe like four or five of them. They're huge canvases that you can touch also. What? <laughs> yeah, you can just Art. walk up and touch on them. But they're... But Andy Warhol is like yeah. a famous... Yeah. I think two of them was behind glass, but the one where you first walk in, it's the, all the same baby too, but inverted colors, the same like pop art way he does the Campbell Soup paintings. Like all that, right. like the first one you see, it, you can like touch it. The second one that you see is like a little bit farther on in one of the nursery rooms, like the nursery setup that I told you all about. And then the last two are in the baby like nurseries, like where after. Oh, sorry. After you have the you give birth to the baby, they take the baby into the nursery and can see it through the glass. And there's the other two paintings. Wow. That <laughs> this goes deep. So you went there because you collect different memorabilia. Yeah. So especially like I'm assuming like eighties, nineties. Tell yeah. us a little bit more about your like collection, I guess you have. Informal oh my- collection, yeah. Gosh, I would love to. This is my favorite topic. Go for it. I have, I've started whenever I was super young, just, I would go, like, thrifting, or, like, beg anyone to take me to an antique store, and I just love vintage things. From, like, the 70s, like, 60s, up until, like, 90s, I love it. My favorite shows are, like, The Muppets, anything by Jim Henson, really. I, like, love the man. He's a big muse for me, and, like, my, like, wants for film and everything like that. So I love the Muppets and his other, like, shows, Fraggle Rock, The Bear of the Big House, and everything like that. So I just started collecting everything I could. So I have a lot of Muppet memorabilia that I started out with. And I was just like, oh, I can, like, get more. Like, I don't have to just, like, start with the Muppets. And then I, it, like, <laughs> spiraled on. And now I have 13 Care Bears. <laughs> And a whole shrine to the Muppets. And, like, I've started in the past, like, year being, like, intrigued by McDonald's toys. Like, vintage McDonald's toys. They're, like, I guess everyone just thought they were a huge deal whenever, like, they had, like, I also have a lot of McDonald's lore in my head just floating around up there. So, back in, like, the 80s, 90s, McDonald's had a partnership deal with Disney where they would make toys for every disney film that came out and then they stopped because their disney's films started not to like get box office big so whenever all those movies started coming out and all the toys started coming out people just collected them a lot so i have i have like uh, a dragon i have uh, that i just got it's uh kermit the frog with like they're the Muppet Babies. It's Kermit the Frog with Miss Piggy on like this record little box that like spins. It's super cute. It came from McDonald's. Uh, there's McDonald's collector's glasses. I have two of them that like got recalled because they had like lead paint. <laughs> 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 I'm not using them to drink out of, I promise. I'm just like holding my eraser close. Oh, I thought you meant glasses as in like on the eyes. And I was like, oh my gosh, lead <laughs> no. in the eye. No, I mean, like, drinking glasses. And also, a fun fact, later on when Shrek came out, they released the same sort of, like, glass, but with Shrek. I have those. I have those in my cabinet. You've drinking out of the Shrek glasses, right, Nathan? They don't have glass glass. They're not glass glass. But, like, glasses in the sense of you put liquid in them. Yes. And I remember from my childhood, there was a time I was really young, but Madame Alexander dolls, which are, like, the... Yeah. Yeah, they did, like, a 
Wizard of Oz series, I think, of Madame Alexander dolls. And I remember all the moms in my mom's little circle would go through the McDonald's drive-thru and get Happy Meals, like, yeah. for their lunch because they wanted those dolls because they thought they'd be collectible. But it was sort of a Beanie Baby thing where, yes, sort of, but not really. That's so cute. I love that mental image. I literally, I went, like, antiquing literally last weekend, and I got a Beanie Baby, my first ever Beanie Baby McDonald's toy, and it's the platypus. I think her name's Patty. She's purple. I love her. I literally have carried her around like a small child with me and like shown everyone I, I am friends with. I'm like in the middle of math class. They're like talking. I'm like, everyone, like, you need to see Patty the platypus. And they're like, okay, Kimmy. And then we continue. I'm yeah, I remember um, there was one, the weirdest Beanie Baby that I recall is the Princess Diana Beanie Baby that was released oh gosh, after yes. her death. Which, I mean, if you died in a horrific way, would you want a Beanie Baby with your image and symbol? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Ethan is actually Princess Di. So what do you have? Give us, like, I guess, the some more highlights of your collection. The collection, just like the toy collection or other various collections? Other various. I'm interested in what other memorabilia, because you collect, like, the collector edition toys and stuff. Uh, I have a huge collection i think it's huge other collectors are probably like that's so mediocre but i have probably like 30 to maybe 35 uh records and just vintage vinyl i have a lot of vintage beatles records and that was like favorite beatles album right now uh my favorite it's the white album 100 percent my least favorite is revolver i that's a big thing i'll any person who enjoys the Beatles I'm like and there's so similar albums I'm like yeah I know <laughs> so tell me more about your albums what what type of artists do you have I went through a huge huge phase where I collected like 60s 70s artists so I have the Beatles I have Elton John Aerosmith that's like a little bit later but I have Aerosmith and just a whole whole bunch of like that sort of genre I have some vintage like um back in that time a lot of like the huge thing in like the like children's entertainment world was to sell records they have a huge thing in like the music industry so I have Sesame Street I have Disney I have a lot of like that so you have like a lot of I see like the like childhood memorabilia sort of like nostalgia aesthetic which yeah. I've seen like coming up a lot in like the you know the whole like aesthetic movement where there's like this very like 80s kid core yeah. is what I've heard it where it's like the pastel colors and those sort of themes so like do you dress like that is that like um something that incorporates in other parts of your life yeah definitely it's definitely a huge muse of mine that's like I love the nostalgia for like something I've never even experienced I did grow up watching like the Muppets and Care Bears and just stuff like that but I do try to incorporate a lot of bright colors and just nostalgic factors into my fashion like I love going out and like a cute little overalls and like a baggy t-shirt like a little like I'm going to like elementary school in the 80s type valid yeah so I see like stranger things vibes I know that's so basic but yeah yeah I have a I have a few pictures of like this what I'm going to talk about my patch jacket is a huge like thing for me I have oh I go places and collect like patches like iron-on patches 
And I feel like that's a huge staple for, like, anyone I see on a day today to know, like, oh, that's the patch jacket. And I have, like, Disneyland, Disney World patches on it, aquarium patches, like, various Disney. I'm literally looking at it right now. And I have, I'm, like, staring into, like, Thumper's eyes from Disney. (laughs) So, yeah. it's so cool. The aesthetic. I love everything about it. And... One thing I you mentioned Muse. What art do you seek to create, and what art do you do? Like, um, what you draw off of, I guess, with that. I like the art I'm seeing you to write is literally every art form I can possibly get my hands on. I love like art. It's like in every single thing in my life. I love visual art where I can draw. I am like newer to it. I've only started getting into it in the past few years, but I take a lot of like, um like experiences from other artists such as like Andy Warhol and try to replicate some of the things that like in the pop art world I just love that sort of like colorful look to it that has like it's like kind of looks like oh it's like a soup can it's like something like that and then it has like this big deep meaning behind it like it's oh it's um like a critique on the consumerism of America and then everyone's like oh okay and I just love something like that. I also love fashion. So a lot of my, like, physical art that I'm, like, drawing comes from, like, my want to, like, see things that are, like, pretty. Valid. So, like, aesthetic appeal. That is so <laughs> cool. Thank you so much for sharing all that with us. Yeah. That is awesome. And what is that Instagram if you're comfortable sharing to the audience? It is Kimberly Rowledge, no space in between. Awesome. So we will link that in the description. And thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's it. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Thank you. Bye. Bye.